1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming.
2: Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's
3: TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
1: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought.
4: United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.
2: Thanks for listening to the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR.
5: This is the best of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Studios, and you switch to Farmers Insurance, you could save a bundle. All you got to do is call 1 888 Farmers. Get a quote today.
5: We are farmers. bum.
2: Welcome inside. Happy Thursday. We're almost there.
6: Championship Sunday is nearly upon us.
2: Yeah, baby. (laughs) But, uh, oh boy, is there a barn burner of a game going on right now. Uh, Three games tonight in the NBA, and clearly the NBA deciding, look, Lakers, Bucks is a really big deal. I mean, if that game's on national television, we would really insult the Knicks and the Warriors by putting them on national TV <laughs> saying you're equal to this. So there's no national TV on that game just because they don't want to insult the Knicks and Warriors. Listen, we understand you guys are the real show, but if, if we put you guys on right after the, the Lakers and the Bucks, I, that that's really a disservice to you. So no national TV tonight, uh, just locally and on the Internet. So uh, go get them, guys. That's what we're waiting for tonight, Mike Harmon. Big night in the NBA.
6: Well, you know what? I'm watching warm-ups right now and a discussion of that game, so I'm ready, baby. <laughs> Let's go. And then, obviously, you've got New Orleans and Utah following the conclusion of Lakers-Bucks. So, yeah, we got some grand action. And whenever you can go from LeBron to, well, Steph, if available in your area. Julius. A little bit. Of, I mean, it's one name yeah. now, Julius. It's Steph and Julius. Julius. I mean, it's Julius. When I He's think a a of Julius, I, I think of Pulp Fiction, and that's it's the way Ju- it's always going to be. Don't jimmy oh. me, Jules,
2: okay? <laughs> Don't jimmy me.
6: Yeah, and then we get Zion versus Mitchell, so yeah. I'm good yeah. with it. Let's go. We got we got Zion, we got Spider, we got Julius, and we... <laughs> you, you had to get Julius in. And, or, or, t- you, and you had to do it quickly. TJ, the Knicks making a stop at Orange Julius before the game tonight against the Warriors. Oh, I TJ. could go for one of those, TJ.
2: Uh, right now, 35 seconds left to go. The Lakers are putting the finishing touches on a victory over the Bucks. The Bucks were down, they came back, they got it to within a couple of buckets, but the Lakers have pulled away here at the end. They're going to win uh, by six points or so. Again, there's about 30 seconds left to go. Lakers lead the Bucks 111 to 103. And if this is an NBA Finals preview, because it may be, listen, you're talking about the Bucks, the Lakers. Why not, right? Uh, there are more things about this game watching that i liked about the bucks than I liked about the Lakers because the Lakers did exactly what I expected them to do. It's like the Lakers are a machine right now. Sure. I mean, they, they they didn't take any time to incorporate Harold and Dennis Schroeder and Marcus All is going to be what he is, and it's almost like okay, wake me when the playoffs are going. Like they, these guys integrated so fast that the regular season is going to be just one steady march of Lakers victories. I mean, really, it it it's that it's that impressive what they're doing. But the thing about the Bucks is. They're going to fall short in this game, but the two things that stand out to me is they got absolutely nothing out of their bench tonight. I mean, their zero. bench was horrendous 16 tonight. Yeah, 16 yeah, points was...
6: and uh, zero spark beyond the arc, and you, you can go through the rest of the uh, box score, and, and there's there's not much there. Uh, not a lot in the way of minutes except for Connaughton, but beyond that, it's, uh, you know, it's the starters doing their best to keep rolling.
2: Yeah and and the thing is is that you look at a game and and I'll tell you what the Bucks are going to have in common now with their six losses in five of their six losses because you know they I was watching this on the broadcast and they pointed out oh hey here's a rare free throw attempt for Giannis tonight Giannis got to the free throw line tonight four times yeah okay four times in their now six losses for the Bucks he will have gone to the free throw line eight times or less in five of those six games Okay, so I, I realize it's a small sample size, but when you say in six losses, something's happened five times, I mean he's not getting to the line, he's not drawing content. Now clearly he, you know, he was he was pretty good tonight from the floor, but Giannis has to get to the free throw. Your stars have to get there. You know, you gotta get there ten, twelve times a game. That's right. And when you're eight times or less during the game, the that, that means you're not as as physically involved in the game as you should because you can't tell me the defenders keep doing this good a job against Giannis that he can't get to the free throw line. He's got to be able to force the issue a little bit more and get to the line because it's games like this where he's going to be the difference. I mean at five of the six losses, he will have been to the free throw line eight times or less in these games. That's a huge deal for the Bucks in their growth. Now that's the good news though is that okay, this is something Giannis can fix and can get better at. The bench clearly they're going to try to find a mix until they, they get something that's, that's reminiscent of, of what can contribute over the course of the season against really good teams. So the thing is, there are big fixable things for the Bucs where the Lakers, like, this is, this is kind of their level of excellence. And it's great, but, you know, it's good for the Bucks. They have room to grow in this one because that's really what I take away from this.
6: Kind of figure out the bench, right? We talked about that a lot yesterday when chopping up the first uh, attempt of the big three in Brooklyn uh, and their efforts is uh, there wasn't a whole lot of bench for a double overtime game, uh, it was Joe Harris and and the starters. That's pretty much what you had in that one. Much like this with the Bucks. Uh, point out with the Lakers uh, for the foul situation. I mean, he had a total of thirty two fouls called in the game. Uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James between them went to the line seven times. So referees letting them uh, Mm -hmm. beat each other up a little bit. So, you know, this one's kind of the outlier. But to your point, you know, for for Giannis, you've certainly got enough that that's a legit sample size, especially given where we are in this season. You're only 14 games in, and you've already got that number. So that becomes a point of emphasis, if I were going to go all NFL rules committee Uh kind of thing of, all right, we've got to really impress upon him that in these games, and obviously being chased around by a couple of great defenders, as he was, uh, is going to slow uh, what you get because now it's superstar versus superstar calls, and that that becomes problematic <laughs> for an official <laughs> as their head explodes because both guys are complaining. And you're like, he's he's star one and he's star one a. What do I do here? Uh, so you, you get a little bit of that, but you know, to to talk about the Lakers just briefly, I mean, just the shooting dominance by Caldwell Polk right, the real MVP uh, last year for bringing this all thing, the whole thing together uh, and starting that that train moving west. Uh, seven of ten from three-point range for 23 points. Doesn't matter that Schroeder and Gasol did nothing offensively. Three of 13 between them. Uh, he just, he, heating up, doesn't do a whole lot else in the – in the, uh, the box score, but enough to to give you a seven-point victory here on the road And what was a, a pretty fantastic contest to watch. When, you know, the Bucks wake up in the final minutes to try to apply some pressure and get back in. So, uh, yeah, plenty of room to grow, but, uh, you know, for a uh, Thursday night here as we await the conference title games in the National Football League, we'll, we'll take prime time, LeBron and, and Giannis. Let's go. But
2: what what, what what and and we'll take late night Julius yeah. and Steph, right? No, I mean, well, late night. J- I, well, Julius I, I figured
6: I'd just lob that up like so many uh, would be dunks in yeah, the I National mean, Basketball
2: different. Association. I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, there, there's there there's the order of merit and there's what matters, and you know, the, there's the, N- the NFC and AFC title games. Yeah, they're great, but we have Knicks Warriors, you know, live going
6: on like they're mm. they're tipping off now. My I mean, man, I, I got the, the warm-ups up on my TV right nice. now. They're doing Look a little dance and getting ready to get after it. <laughs> I mean, Steph Curry playing some f- fantastic basketball in his return, so yeah. the headline's starting to go there, and they're over five hundred, and that's one of those things uh, sitting at 8-6 and six, that, for the NBA, they're they're clasping their hands together and looking up or down or wh- whomever they're looking to for divine inspiration. They, Thank you.
0: Well, both Thank these teams,
6: you. the
2: NBA is saying – Okay, they're decent. You know, we can get a lot of mileage out of a Warriors and Knicks playoff spot yeah. runs this year. Sure. We really need these teams to still be good. Oh, thank goodness. It's, it's like an added bonus. It's like, oh, you get an extra 10 minutes for the adult swim tonight. Oh, that's all great. We're going to close <laughs> at 7.15. All right, go back in the water, go back in the water. So it is a a, uh, a big night in the NBA. Clearly, when 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 you know when Knicks and Warriors are on in, in our window, it is a very big deal. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live. From the Farmers Insurance Studios, uh, we got a lot of NFL head coaching situations to get to. The Colts have their guy. The Lions introduce their guy. But clearly, there was one story today, Mike Harmon, where that made me stop in my tracks and say, yeah. "This was real. This was real." How the do, uh, Bernie
6: Sanders trading card that I showed
2: oh, you is that was is, was that dude? It? <laughs> Dude, seriously, I could have spent all day swapping Bernie Sanders memes with you and Frostberg. I mean, oh, yeah. every time you... Would, well, at some point, like, we had to stop. It was like, who can top who with the Bernie Sanders memes? Here, here's Bernie Sanders here. Here's, Bernie's, here's Bernie Sanders signing the Declaration of Independence. Here's Bernie Sanders next to Chris Christie on the beach. Here's Bernie Sanders in Braveheart. Here's Bernie Sanders in the scene where Batman is talking to the Choker in the Dark Knight.
5: I mean, it's, it was like back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> Batman. So story.
2: I, I, I had to stop because I said, number one, I can't believe this is real. Number two, I can't believe it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, is that, it, look, today uh, You know, President Joe Biden took over his uh, first full day in office as President of the United States and had removed a special button that President Trump had on the Resolute desk in the Oval Office. That when you pressed it, somebody brought a bottle of Diet Coke to President Trump. The Diet Coke button. Diet Coke was trending all day today. He, Diet he Coke! Has, working as the president. He, you know what I need? Diet Coke. Press a button, and a guy brings in a Diet Coke
6: to him. Diet Coke! So much I mean, free I, advertising. I'd I, like to. Review everybody's business deals here because of the, uh, the mentions yeah. of the beverage throughout the day. <laughs> Are you
2: kidding me? I've spent today trying to put a button on my desk in the office where I do the show so I can it. ain't going to
6: cost you I much.
2: I can, I, can press a di- I can press a button and someone brings me a Diet Coke? The only thing you oh need to do, you, you, need,
6: yeah, you need to buy Zoe uh, a watch that you can text to.
2: That's oh, really your man. only cost.
6: And then she'll bring you one. (laughs) You know what I got to
2: do, though? I got to have a button where I press it. And it's not just a silent thing. It's like a button. And I can hear it because it comes from the kitchen. It's Tom Cruise yelling, (laughs) I press
6: the button and hear it in the kitchen. Ding. What's, and the last sound we'll hear is, is Pam finding a commemorative bat and smashing the hell out of your desk. <laughs> oh, I'd want to be president just for that. I mean, I forget about
2: everything else. I would just hit the Diet Coke button that I could press the guy. Diet Coke. How long? And then, and then I time them as they come in. Uh, that was 8.7 seconds. That's a little off. Uh, earlier this week, we look at the graph I have up here for you. You were averaging 7.1 <laughs> seconds uh, coming in. Now you're at 8, 8.8. Okay, are you new? Are you new? Do I know you? Okay, all right, just make sure. Listen, this is what you have to have, 7.1 seconds. Don't come in here with a Diet Coke after 7.1 hey, seconds no. again. All right, You're coming out. We're going to have problems, all right? Make sure he gets in here faster.
6: <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to know the uh, annual salary now of the White House electricians, like the guy that had to wire that button. What's he, what the hell does he get paid in a year? <laughs> what would you do today? Well, I put this button in the president's office. What's it do? Well, <laughs> I got to test it out five times. It was beautiful.
2: <laughs> How about if you're that guy? What's your job? It's like it's like the guy whose job it was for the Astros to bang the trash can when he saw the sign. What yeah. do you do? I bang the trash can when I see a sign. There's got to be a guy at a desk that all he does is sit there and wait. And he sits there <laughs> like he's a fireman, right? Like he sits there for, for has an <laughs> eight-hour shift. And he's got you he got to get that Diet Coke ready. Boom! I okay, gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. boom! It could what, come at any
6: time. What you, does he do when when the president is, is out? of the Oval Office, like out <laughs> traveling or... Oh, well, then you know, he enjoys it. Then he enjoys himself. Business. Somebody does he just get to chill or does someone else oh. go in there and, and make sure he stays busy? So you think there could be a presidential Diet Coke traveler? There could be someone that's, that's your job. I might be flying on Air Force 1. There's another oh, button yeah, in the yeah. seat that the president occupies. Yeah, he's got double holsters except instead of weapons, it's it's Diet Cokes everywhere
2: and he just keeps pulling them out like like he's like Angelina Jolie and uh, uh Lara Croft. Just got weapons out. I got Diet <laughs>
6: Cokes everywhere. Boom here, boom here, boom. Here. Sir, empty your pockets. It's all Diet Coke. <laughs> I promise. He's like he's like Lando and Solo. Donald Glover
2: just hits the button on his wrist instead of a card. Just Diet Coke pops up. There you go. Got it right there for you. Nice and cold. Drink it down. Oh, oh man, boy. I would have bankrupted Diet Coke if they, if that was the case. I mean, they, they would they they couldn't make enough. They would say, "Listen, we got this guy in Los Angeles. He keeps
6: pressing this Diet Coke button, man. I it's it's I, I don't know what to do. I really don't. What's oh, the budget? Wow. What what's our production capacity? Because we need mm. to find a new plant." we need to <laughs> add breaking. in a new line and up production
2: we're breaking ground tomorrow okay
6: we get more diet coke out there because this, this land has been designated it. by the federal government for a special secret project Ooh, oh. what's going on down the street
5: be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike harman weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app
1: Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry
2: combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to tirerack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for 2 years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Big news in the NFL today, and it really has more to do with a star quarterback coming back than it does the guy who was signed. First of all, uh, the Steelers are going to be the team that's going to try to jumpstart the career of quarterback Dwayne Haskins. He is Mm -hmm. signed with Pittsburgh, former Washington football team quarterback, who was let go. First round draft pick last year. uh, Signed a reserve future contract with the Steelers on Thursday. Uh, The sides met. Gave a big thumbs up. Dwayne Haskins did, signing the deal. Uh, He put out a statement saying, I will continue to learn and and be the best player, best quarterback, best person I can be. And uh, hopefully he learns from all the mistakes that led him so quickly out of Washington. Now, the First things first is that, you know, I know that they may stay the Washington football team. They may stay, but you, you got to move it because every time they put WFT somewhere, it looks like WTF. And I feel like it's a it's, it's a it's a it's a funny headline about the Washington football team.
6: You know, I feel yeah, like depending, kind of, depending on the uh, the context, right, what the story is, yeah. your brain will automatically say, you know, what the blank.
2: Yeah, You're like like the headline, right. XWFTQB Haskins signs deal with Steelers. It sounds like X. What the blank quarterback is? All right, he signed with somebody else now. For It just it just is embarrassing. Just because it's too close to WTF. It
6: just it's just yeah. too close. You you gotta change it. I understand. But yeah, you as much change as they may like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, you change change the identity all the way.
2: You gotta move it. It's it's really it just makes sense to do it that way. But really, I I, I see this. And I say to myself, Roethlisberger's coming back for one more year. Roethlisberger is coming back for one more year because the signing of Dwayne Haskins is Pittsburgh a great place for him? Yes, hundred uh, percent. This is this is a strong organization. Uh, you know the, the the crazy at wide receiver. You know not notwithstanding with Juju Smith Schuster, but if anybody's gonna. Uh, show him the right way, this has been an organization, the Pittsburgh Steelers, that traditionally is one of the strongest in the NFL. And Mike Tomlin is the ultimate players coach. So he's someone that is going to be, he's a combination old school, new school guy. This is where you need to go. So it's a great thing for him. Now, this is why this tells me Roethlisberger is coming back. If Roethlisberger wasn't coming back, The Steelers wouldn't be in this mode of, okay, let's see what we can do with Dwayne Haskins. The Steelers would be in the mode of, we got to go out and get our quarterback. We got to go out and get a quarterback next year, and he's got to be someone to come in that's going to play and going to play and and, and is going to be our starter. That's what we have to go do. But if Roethlisberger was coming back, then this is one of those moves that the Steelers would make to say, okay, Roethlisberger plays. Haskins still a young kid. He can watch all year and and be part of the Pittsburgh way. And then if he shows he's good enough, then you know, he takes could he take over for Roethlisberger? If he shows the right things, if he shows that he can do the job, he can be that guy. But if is going away, they're not signing Dwayne Haskins to come in and be the starting quarterback. All right, he needs time to sit back and learn and absorb and learn a new offense. They wouldn't sit here and say, okay, now we're getting you in there. No, what they they would be doing something differently if it was going to be a new quarterback. So for next year, what the Steelers are going to have is they're going to have a perfect quarterback room, right? It's going to be Roethlisberger, the starter, then you have the young veteran with upside, and then you're going to have the guy that's going to be the third string quarterback who they're going to draft this year, because make no mistake, they're going to draft a quarterback as early as they can, and he's going to be the quote future of the team. So they have a perfect quarterback room. You have your star quarterback who's coming back for one year. Then you have Dwayne Haskins who's the young Veteran who is trying to jumpstart us. Maybe you got something in him. You we're taking a chance. And then the guy that's really your future. Now, is Roethlisberger still great? No, he's not. He's not. But the, the Steelers are, seem okay with him coming back for one more year. And as much as Roethlisberger, I, I'm sure, should retire, I know he wants to come back for one more year. He wants there to be last year for Roethlisberger. Everybody write about it. Everybody talk about it. Last year for Roethlisberger. That's what he's going to do, right? He's not going to suddenly call it quits in a month or, or suddenly that's going to be. He's going to come back for one more season. That's how it's going to go. Because if 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 they by signing Haskins, they told me this is the direction we're going in for the next few months and the next year. Not signing Haskins would be we got to find somebody and come in and take over right away. But they're taking a chance with Haskins, which tells me they have a plan. Somebody else is going to be there, and then Haskins is is a wild card
6: that maybe he works out, maybe he doesn't. But he's worth a chance right now. Little risk to, to bringing him on board. If nothing else, you get him in the room for a couple of weeks, and if it starts to, to make sense to him and, and you see that the buy-in, then, then you've got a cheap option because otherwise you're bringing back Mason Rudolph again, who has had a couple of moments where he looks like he could play and a lot that – that he doesn't, right? Let's just call it what it is. So there, there's no stability there in, in the backup position right now. With Roethlisberger, I, I have to imagine he wants to take, like you say, the victory lap, maybe get a couple of uh, rocking chairs like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did all those years ago. And also to remind you every week that it's his last go-around. You know, because think about all those press conferences. Well, what's it mean to come here one more time? Well, I'll tell you. Because uh, he's got 41.25 uh, on the books uh, as reasons to come back, you know, to uh, really keep that generational wealth building. The Steelers would have a 22.5 or thereabouts uh, dead cap value uh, if, if they – Walk away. So, uh, certainly has some cost. I, I think part of it is let's see how the arm responds second year from surgery, and we don't know how the the wheel is truly going to spin for all these veteran quarterbacks, right? Because wouldn't you rather have Matt Stafford winging it around to those wide receivers than uh, than Roethlisberger next no, of year? Of course you would. Or, course. You know what I mean? There, there's certainly guys that that you pique your interest and Dwayne Haskins is a nice reclamation project with with low cost to you. I'm curious to see what he could do. New organization, guy like Tomlin you talk about longevity, stability. I mean that's that's the hallmark uh, of the Pittsburgh brand, right? All these years. So uh, I think a good room to get him into, but they're still shuffling offensive coaches as well, right? Trying to get interviews set up and bring in more more people to run the offense going forward. But I would lean with you that I think Roethlisberger wants to do one more run. I think you saw enough a couple of games this year to say, all right, let's let let's let this go to another, another year, a natural end, and see if we can't run it back if everybody's healthy in a quote-unquote normal season. But yes, Dwayne Haskin getting signed today was not the news I expected. No,
2: no, it really was, un- it really was surprising, but. Uh, look, it, it always is about something else. It's not. It's not just about him. It's how is this plan look forward for the future? And you know, I'm sure what's going to happen is there will be some announcement from Roethlisberger. Where look, look, he's going to get paid a lot of money next year, right? He knows he's not getting a lot of money after next year. It's the last year of his contract, right? And it's a forty million dollar dead cap hit for the for the Steelers. Uh, it's a big deal. He's not getting paid again, all right? Everybody knows he's near the end. What I would expect is at some point Roethlisberger is going to say, I, you know, I've thought about it, I've, I, I, you know, I've prayed, I've done, I've done everything I needed to do one more year, and I'm going to give everything I can for one more year and one more championship in Pittsburgh, and it's going to be the last roundup type year for Roethlisberger. I, I, fully, I fully expect that because he he's not going to want, he's not a guy that's going to take a chance to where the narrative flips on him, that it's going to be, oh, well, Roethlisberger's playing bad. Boy, yeah, you can't really tell me you're retired. They're going to get rid of you. Like, if he has a really bad season and, and suddenly he has no choice, well, then he loses that. But I, I, So that's why I'm expecting him to get out ahead of things and say, this is it, my last year, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to help Dwayne along, whoever else is out there, this is it. And really, he's just getting ahead of things because, as I said, with one more year left on his deal, you're a 40-year-old quarterback where your skills are deteriorating, you're not going to get a new deal. Oh, no, yeah, it's money. a natural it's out. So yeah, that's a, there's no question that's it's how it's going to It's a natural
6: go. out that there's just one more year. You know, having re-signed, it's 22.25 dead cap. So, I mean, that still hangs in the balance. But I, I have to believe that y- you saw enough and professional pride. You lost to Cleveland. And you lost badly to Cleveland. Yeah. To get a, a team yeah. that you had never lost to at home in your life. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that uh, that you're going out that way. The other one, I mean, while we're on veteran quarterbacks, uh, is Drew Brees going to announce like the middle of next week, so it's that dead week <laughs> before the uh, before we start hyping up the Super Bowl, or what is is no, that going to tell us?
2: No, I think Brees is going to do it after the Super Bowl. He's going to do it after the Super Bowl. He's going to say, I want to be sure. I want to be away from the game for a little bit and then make my decision. But I'm sure Sean Payton probably knows already which way Breeze is leaning. But yeah, he seems, is still he on like hold, that guy. Right? Yeah, so oh, he's still yes, waiting. Yeah, because he's still on hold with us. So eventually, when he retires, we got to take his call, right? I mean, well, it's we'll like have the, the Diet Coke it. button is the yeah. Drew Breeze button. He's just been on hold,
6: on <laughs> hold this button. entire time. <laughs> Give me that button. Give me that button.
2: But no, but that'll be one of those. That'll be one of those stories for sometime in March, the beginning of free agency, and and you'll see the the moves by the Saints uh, that will probably reflect that. Whether it is, hey, here's a quarterback we're going to bring in. Are we going to lose Jameis? Is is Taysom Hill going to want to? So you, you'll see the moves they do. It's not going to be something that's going to be a big secret. We're going to wake up one day and go, oh my God, Breeze is going to try. It'll just, it'll just happen naturally sometime after the Super Bowl, maybe a couple of weeks after beginning a free agency. Sometime in March, Breeze will say he's hanging it up. That, that's kind of Bring what Bring him to the him. Jets for one year. No, 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 no.
6: We no, because listen, I, I, I'm trying to talk that into existence. No, cause no, no, because let's just see him winging it around.
2: Yeah, no, but I, I don't listen. Deshaun Watson's going to need all the all the the first team reps he can have. You know, I don't want him splitting first team reps with with Drew Brees for a season. It's not going to help his Boy, development. You're really with still the Jets. hanging on to that, aren't you? It's not. It's not going to happen, dude. Every day we move closer and closer. to It's not going to gonna happen. Every it, day, closer and closer and closer. I, I have happen, seen the man. future,
6: and the future does not include Deshaun Watson. Well, for listen, you. I'll. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what
2: he needs to do, right? If he if he wants to get traded, now he's playing this game right now, right? He's playing the game right now of, hey, I've, I've kind of told you I want out. My here's you know what my anger level is, and I'm playing the game a little bit here on social media. And when things don't happen, then it's going to be a bigger deal. Then it's going to be a big strike from Deshaun Watson. It's going to be a statement. It's going to be a phone call from his agent to the Texans. It's going to be something where I've given you a chance. I've kind of given you hints and told you, but now you're not doing it. So now I'm going to do it bigger. And that's what's going to wind up getting him traded. It's, it's James Harden. You know, it's James Harden not showing up in shape, not really trying, sending messages to the Rockets that, oh, I may want to go elsewhere. And nothing happened for the first nine games of the season. So we had that press conference saying, it's not going to work here. It's not fixable. We're not as good as the other teams. And he walked away from that saying, that ought to do it. Deshaun Watson's got to do the same thing. Because the Texans just going to try to let this bleed and let this play out. They'll hire a new head coach, hope it works. If Deshaun Watson really wants wants out he's got to make that he's got to do that James Harden statement of I am not playing here it's done you trade me I'm sitting out I'm not signing and let's figure this out and that's what it's going to take and that's Deshaun Watson's next
6: move in this and if he does that then the trade's going to wind up happening pretty fast just got to be on the power play that's really what it comes down to and it'll be delicious theater for all of us no question about it by the way we we still need to figure out exactly what happened with James Harden because if there was some extra padding or one of those sweat vests that he was working with yeah. to get himself back <laughs> back in shape, I want it. I want it in my collection. <laughs> On my wall. What the hell is that? It, well, it was a sweat vest from James Harden. Remember when he looked all uh, out of shape in that blue? Uh, actually, I want the blue uniform to go with it. Oh, you want the blue uniform as well? To, okay. Well, Because i got to be able to tell the whole story of transformation. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you, you, you need the visual aids. They always help a story. Always, always. Well, I mean, we'll have photographic evidence that we'll bring in, too. But uh, you want to talk about something great for a memorabilia collection? That would be the best.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
4: So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Ravs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Winter's coming. Here in L.A.,
2: that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There is now one head coaching job left: the Houston Texans. And good luck because they're an absolute mess. Uh, today, Dan Campbell was introduced as the Lions' new head coach, and and mm-hmm. he showed that boy, I'm fiery, I'm passionate, and he's talking like he's still a player when he says we're going to bite kneecaps off and we're going to it's going to take a lot of shots to take us down. And Dan Campbell comes across as boy just a glorified player coming out there, which is a big criticism of Eric Bieniemy. Yet Dan Campbell is a head coach. Meanwhile, uh, Nick Sirianni is hired as the new head coach with the Philadelphia Eagles, a former Colts offensive coordinator who the Eagles apparently fell in love with over the last 24 to 36 hours. Um, his second interview turned into an overnight interview the next day. And look, anytime you have a night interview, it turns into an overnighter. Hey, it's serious, man. The next day you wake up, hey, there you are, here I am. Right, right. Yeah. we're going to wind yeah. up having one again. So again, why isn't the Chiefs' Eric Bieniemy a head coach yet in the National Football League? And half of what we told you last week is true, and this is why the NFL making that decision to allow coordinators to interview even when their teams are still alive in the playoffs is a really big deal because – If you're not bowled away by a candidate, but he's someone you like, you still want to talk to other people. And if a candidate, once you talk to him early on in the process, we can't talk to him again until after they get eliminated from the playoffs, teams don't want to wait that long. They get too itchy and too antsy. And if it's not a guy we're sold on right away, we move on. And so that's a big reason why guys don't get jobs, because their teams stick around. If you're not the -the over-the-top, this guy's the 100% must-coordinator candidate, then Teams are going to make hires. They're also going to be a little bit antsy if we don't think we can get this guy, then we're going to be stuck at the end. If it's a big battle between a couple of teams for this, for this offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, if we don't get him, we're really stuck. So part of the situation is when you can't do when you can't talk to somebody for a while, they're gonna they're gonna make that decision sooner rather than later. But the other part of it is now, is part of it about race? Is part of it about Eric Bieniemy and how he interviews? I'll tell you what, there are two reasons why he is not a head coach in the NFL right now. And the first one I'll give you is this, and and this is 100% true. NFL teams have sent message over the past few years that they are more than okay and, and hiring black coaches across the board. But black head coaches, ooh, that we're a little nervous about. Once in a while, if we find one that blows us away, like a Mike Tomlin, yeah, we'll hire a black head coach. But for the NFL, it's yeah, look, look the NFL is seventy percent black. You know, it, it's been that way for a long time, and clearly the head coaching situations don't don't not a mirror of what it is. So part of it, yeah, the fact there's so many black coaches around, assistants and and offensive line coaches and defensive coordinators and OCs, all of this, yeah, but. When it comes to head coaching, ooh yeah, we're not quite sure about that. So that's 100% on the league. So if you want to talk about race that way, I will give you that because that is absolutely true. Because there should be more people who have uh, resumes like Eric Bieniemy who would have jobs. If Eric Bieniemy was white, he would have been hired already. Even with all the questions about Bieniemy, he does not interview well. He you know he, he doesn't call the plays. All of this would have been just pushed to the side for other candidates. So there is a real race issue that the NFL has to realize, and that's where it is yeah, we got to be okay making that ultimate decision. Teams have to be brave and stuff and go, okay, the enemy's the guy. Why not? He gets the Andy Reid seal of approval. He has the Patrick Mahomes seal of approval. How is he not hired? All right, when when you got to – if you respect Andy Reid that much and he says, I I don't want to lose him, but he's got to be a head coach, don't you think he knows what he's talking about? Do you think he's going to go to the wall for a guy who's not going to succeed? Do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to go to the wall for a guy who's not going to succeed? Of course not. So there is something absolutely there. And that's the part of the NFL that's like, okay, that's what has to be done better because you got to be able to if – you, if you're trusting a black coach to be a defensive coordinator, you got to be able to say, hey, there's somebody that we like that can
6: be a head coach. Yeah, I mean, you extrapolate further. I mean, look at what college is, is all about too. I mean, they've got the same issues uh, in, in terms of hiring of African-American coaches. And, and we can call it uh, non-white really all all together, right? We look at, you know, Robert Sala breaking ground uh, as a head coach for your New York football Jets, right? Uh, So it's the the curiosity to me of the decision makers, but also going all the way back to the league offices of how they process paperwork as it comes in, right? The requests, because they get notified, right? This team has put in a request. doesn't just go to Schefter and Glazer and those guys. I mean, there's a, a official stuff that gets filed. It's like, you know, is this concerning for Roger Goodell? I mean, truly, not what he's going to say in front of a microphone, but, you know, behind the scenes in terms of the league, and and you mentioned, what is it, 70%, 69% uh, black players that you don't have the representation. And with Eric Bieniemy, I've seen everything – under, under the sun, in terms of reasons. The, the only one going back to last year, there were certain jobs that I know you want to be one of the 32. I don't know that I would have wanted some of those jobs. Much like I don't know how desirable Houston is right now, unless you get oh, a blood oath yeah. from Deshaun Watson that he wants to play there. <laughs> I promise I'll to. And come, he's going to play out the I rest promise. of his contract, and that's the I'll, end of it. I'll, right? I'll be will Because otherwise, there. You, right? Casario might be a great GM. He might be, right? He comes from, like, if we were going to talk about trees and decision-making trees uh, in the National Football League, we can trust the administrative side of things in New England was pretty tight, right? They might not have picked very well at the draft, and we can mock they didn't get a good wide receiver for all these years, they didn't do this. But when it came to assembling a roster and guys that fit what the vision was, you can't argue that any team has done it any better. So in theory, he brings some of that acumen where we've seen head coaches try to implement that and it doesn't work. Well, if you're actually the guy in charge uh, of the talent evaluation and you know exactly the algorithms, the formulas, the, the intangibles that were being looked for in your prior job, then, then you can work it there. Um, for Eric Bieniemy, I like that he had fun with the, you know, hey, I really want to be a head coach question because right that's been out there maybe he doesn't want to and maybe there's certain jobs he doesn't but obviously you want a t- chance to prove that you can get to that next level so so you have that still burning I, I would love to have someone go on record and give a legitimate answer as to why they moved on other than we would have to wait three more weeks for him to get into the building and start work Because that's the only thing that's legitimate in the whole thing is, all right, we can interview him and we can have a handshake agreement, but really, he can't work for us until they're eliminated or the Super Bowl ends, whichever comes first. That I can understand, especially coming out of a COVID year, that maybe that's a percentage, a small sliver of the overall pie, Jason. But Mm -hmm. in the end, if he's the best candidate, he's the best candidate. Don't be... uh, Fool, foolish, and, and nearsighted. When you got a guy that can come in, and again, Patrick Mahomes saying that that's the guy. And you've seen other people off that staff hired into positions of prominence so quickly.
2: The second part of it is this, because like I said, there's two reads. The Jason Smiths with Mike Carmen live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Bienemy has had about 20 interviews now to be a head coach when you talk about what's gone on the past 3 years and the fact that he hasn't landed a job one of the things you hear all the time is he doesn't interview well right you've heard that as a criticism now is that is he being held to too high a standard yeah i mean that that's one of the themes across this is that when you want uh, if you're if you're a black man that wants to be a head coach in the NFL you are held to a way higher standard than than other candidates are you are held to a way higher standard but perception is reality And if Eric Biennemi was an engaging candidate who swept you off your feet right away, then he would have been hired. But let's say he interviews about as good as other people and you're not sure you want to make that. You have to do it if you're Eric enemy, and I, and, and I hate perception being reality because that sucks. But what, if, if, the, if the rest of the league perceives you as someone that you don't interview as well, maybe in the, in the interview process you come across as too much of a player still, that's what Jason Cole told us he was hearing about enemy, or you, you're too raw. Ro- whatever it is, that's what you have to fix. Because if that's what's keeping you out, and, and it may be complete and total BS, but perception being reality, that's what Eric Bieniemy needs to work on. Because he's got, he's had a lot of interviews. I mean, he's had a lot, and you would think at some point one team he would wow them and say, "This is absolutely our guy." So when you hear he doesn't interview well, that's kind of the thing that I that if that's the common theme for him over all these interviews, well, then you know there's something there. It's not just one team or two teams. He's had a lot of chances. He had a lot of interviews, and it hasn't worked for him. So that's what he's got to look at. NFL's got to, got to do a big, deep uh, uh, deep dive into what they have going on but the enemy's got to say okay am I really am I going in as prepared as I need to be am I doing everything I need to be doing in there what am I not doing right What, why am I walking away and not getting a job because that's the only thing he can really control and is if you're going into interviews and you're saying I did my best I did this I did this I'm knocking myself out I can't believe they didn't take me you know what then you go on to the next one and hopefully it works out for you now you have a lot of people in your corner around the league that can help you get a job but if, if, if it's a case where boy if I hear 20 people, if I if I apply for jobs, I hear 20 people telling me the same thing, I know that that's what I got to look into and see and make sure I'm doing that the absolute right way. That's, that's the enemy's thing.
6: Yeah, it, it's a curi- curious thing, right? I mean, from earlier in the day, Lewis Riddick. Um, you've got these four teams in the in the final four, right? So our Green Bay, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, and Kansas City. You know the know the teams, you know the history, but n- none of these assistant coaches are going to get a <laughs> a head coach job this cycle. I mean that's unfathomable. I mean I, that that just just seems out of sorts when you had seven openings, right? That that not one happens. So I, I think that's you know, it lends itself back to that other point of having to play the waiting game. Uh, but to your point on Eric B and this goes for anybody looking for any kind of job. If you've gotten a couple of interviews, maybe it's been with the same place. Um, you you got to figure out how to you, you close the loop? If there's something in the interview that isn't working, right? Is there some portion like any, any test you take, same thing I was great on the short answer because I could really explain myself but you get me to multiple choice nope not gonna happen uh, and each of the hiring teams hiring firms in some case for a head coaching job I mean you're, you're gonna have you know some of the same stuff and you're gonna make your presentation of what you're doing maybe something there's not resonating but the hey this guy's too much of a a player please. Given the clown show that we saw in Detroit today, oh my! god. I mean, that's Exhibit I know, right? One of all right. I don't, I don't ever want to hear that again. I mean, that was just that was pathetic. That was that was everything. I, I watched a couple of football movies and I gave a couple of the talking points. I was waiting for him to say we claw for the inches while he was at it, <laughs> not with the same tone because obviously he didn't bring the same fire. Or if he would have just started singing tub thump and maybe it would have been even better. But either way, it didn't work for me.